Hi, this is Tony Lloyd. Interviewing people for many years has made me realise that everyone has a life story to tell. Be they sad, amazing or even inspirational, I want to bring as many human stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. Human Stories with Tony Lloyd. Marina Lazarus, welcome to Human Stories. How are you? Thank you for having me. I'm well, thank you very much. You're very welcome. You look um, well. Um, I'm talking to you on Zoom and um, thank you for for going through makeup and everything, but you needn't have bothered, basically. (laughs) Tony, you're not my only one today. I'm sorry to disappoint you. (laughs) No, I'm sure. I'm sure because we're only recording. It's not just just you. (laughs) No, I'm sure. We're only recording the audio for this one, so... uh, that's why people you know. people turn up uh, in all sorts of um, disarray, but I, I can't imagine you ever uh, appearing anywhere in disarray, actually, Marina. Oh, yeah, it's one of my pleasures. I think, like anything, right, um, if something likes you, lights you up, do it. Mm. If it lights you up to be creative with your appearance and take pride in it, then there's nothing, no shame in that, right? Absolutely. <laughs> and I love it. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, Now, you're a British actor, an author, and a relationship coach. Um, Maybe we'll chat about that in a minute. You've just got a book out called um, Men Need Love Too, which is uh, very true, of course, we all do, um, and described as a man's simple guide to sex and relationships. Is it a manual that all men should read, do you think? I do. Okay, so can you, is it there's an index and you can think, oh, I need to check out this? And There's an index. Yeah. And you, the first few pages when you open it, it's, it's questions and answers. It's very simple because that's how I like to digest info. I like to pick something up and it like, so I need an answer on this. Mm. I want to go to a section, read it, and then maybe shut it for a bit and come back to it and get a new awareness every time. So I've done it as a guide for the love of self, for the love of sex, for the love of relationships, for the love of women, right? It's a guide and there's different questions and answers. So at the front of the book, it's very simple and it's very straightforward. Okay. Um, So a reference book, really, you know, that you could put on the shelf and maybe uh, go back to in a few years' time or hand over to somebody else. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, well, it came to me, inspiration-wise, was from the conversations of God. I love Neil Donald Walsh. He was one of my first, it was one of my first books I ever read when I was studying philosophy at school. And his premise is he channeled God, right? And there's questions and answers. And I picked the books back up in lockdown and they really helped me. And he was, you know, that format. And that simplicity, and a bit like the Bible, I suppose, <laughs> mm. of having that kind of format resonated with me, and I hope it will resonate with many men. So, what, ma- what made you think? What made you write the book? I mean, did you did you have an experience when you thought, for heaven's sake, fella, you need educating? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't actually tell you one experience I've had. I've had many, right. Um, cause I give my real life experience as well as my theories as a coach. Mm-hmm. So it was a combination of being part of somebody else's book launch. So okay. I was part of their book launch and they're quite a well-known coach. And at the same time, I was speaking to another author and another author, like three, you know, so I believe sometimes 
people come into your life to show you kind of where you need to go. And they were kind of asking me questions around love and relationships, right? And then I had clients doing the same thing and it was all men. And I was like, Marina, you need to do this. It's your time. I was born on Valentine's Day. My whole life has been about love. I've studied this my entire life and I was coming up to 40 and I was like, I don't want anything for my 40th. All I want is my work to be in this world. And all I want is for anyone to be able to access it. Because I felt like I had or do have a responsibility to help others. But in a way, a bit of a weight has been lifted off my shoulders because I've got the book out there. And if people really want to find the answers, there's prayers in there, there's meditations in there, there's visualizations in there. It's my life's work. Mm-hmm. then the answers are there. Well, that sounds awesome. It sounds awesome. Um, do you think there's a, a need generally for, for men to, you know, gen up on, on relationships and and uh, sex and stuff like that? Or do you think, I mean, I, I from my own personal experience, which we won't go into too deeply, uh, it's, you just sort of make it up and learn as you go along in life. Yeah, and I think there wasn't many, well, not many or much material from a woman out there. Mm. Not from a woman sharing her own perspectives to a man. Lots of men were saying, I've read this book or I'm doing this, but it still was very much in the doing, the masculine, like, oh, I've done the tick list. Mm. Only then to go, okay, right, it's not the tick list. Women want, (laughs) we want connection. But not only that, as you said, like who's actually supporting and helping, who's like leading the way when there's like film, porn, all of this stuff out there, which is focused on the performance and even women shaming men on performance going, oh, you know, oh, the size, oh, he, you know, he didn't last that long. And like these very toxic narratives that do come from women as well that shame men. And I think it's really sad and heartbreaking when, you know, I've had guys actually go, you know, discuss this with me because they had no one else to discuss it with and only for a huge weight to be lifted off their shoulders. And you're going, hey, you know, you just need to love that part of you. Once you love it and accept it, things will change, but also the people will change. You won't get the toxic women showing up that are trying to shame you. It's a matter of, you know, making men feel they're not alone. Yeah, of course. It's like a nurturing voice. I think I resonate with that. I suppose I've gone through times where I have felt alone. So to make people feel like they're not alone is definitely a passion of mine. Mm. And have you had, uh, what feedback have you had uh, on the book? You know, have you had men uh, contact you saying, well, hey, everything's fantastic now. Thank you so much. And uh, what sort of feedback have you had from the book so far? Yeah, fed, yeah, various different <laughs> things <laughs> like that. Um, but I think it's all subjective, isn't it? I've yeah. had you know, people come out of all sorts, which is, you know, such an honour. And I think it's just the way it's received um, by the individual. Okay. Uh, tell me about your podcast, because you're a podcaster as well, aren't you? The Marina Show. Um, what's what's the idea behind that? I mean, this is uh, human stories. So I talk to people about their, their life stories and what they're doing, what they're up to and so on. 
But what's uh, the idea behind the Marina show? Same thing, really. I, again, was come up to 40. I was like, again, I want my work to be in this world. I want it to be accessed by anyone. And there was a real element as in, actually, guys, whoever you are, man, woman, child, it's not really aimed at children, but hey, um, you are the star in your own show. You are. And this is your reality and you are creating it. And it's okay to step into that. And I've ended up speaking to very conscious people that are creating in this world around health, wellness, mindset, relationships. And that kind of premise is like having real connection. So showing people, <laughs> hey, this is how you drop into real connection, which is you just go into flow. Like when you make love, right? Like the difference between making love and not making love is that when you make love, you are just in that moment. You're not going, oh, I'm going to try and perform. I'm trying to do this. You're going, I'm just enjoying this very second of this kiss, this touch. I'm there. I'm present. I'm feeling there. I'm not escaping. I'm not disconnecting in any way. I'm not trying to focus on, is there, there's no anxiety. Is that is that person receiving what I'm saying or receiving what I'm doing? There's no predict, prediction of the next step other than working off the other person. So I tend to do that in my podcast too. Mm. Because, hey, the way you do something is the way you do everything. Well, yeah, I suppose so. Uh, what advice would you give to um, women listening to this uh, episode uh, of Human Stories about your book? Um, you know, Obviously, your audience is... Uh, is targeting men and uh, the problems that they may or may not have and so on, the advice about their relationships and stuff. But um, how about uh, ladies listening to this? What would you say to them? Again, lots of women have ended up getting the book, reading the book. And I suppose it's because I give my life experience around making love, around the mistakes I've done. Um, <laughs> well, there is no mistakes, but what I've learned, right? Mm. and my relationship theories. So what I would say to women is just be kinder to yourself. And by being kinder to yourself, be kinder to everyone else in your life. It's okay to nurture yourself so that then you can then give to others and nurture others. So, so put yourself first <laughs> and be loving. Don't be afraid to step into being feminine and being loving and you don't need to compete with anyone apart from perhaps you <laughs> but that shouldn't be a competition that should be again a flow of going towards things that light you up mm. i suppose you know you can't have uh, enough information can you about this sort of stuff because as i said a bit earlier it's sort of um Let's see what happens and normally get it wrong and learn by your mistakes and stuff. So if you've got a heads up first with um, the advice in your book and from you and your podcast, then, you know, it gives everybody an advantage, including uh, women who might understand it from the man's point of view as well. Oh, 100%, because I've got like advice, tips on dating, um, love, relationships, I've got stuff on there around attachment theory that I wish I knew about when I was younger, when I was dating around, you know, somebody securely attached, your dating story should just flow. 
you wouldn't have this stop start element of oh they didn't want me now they wanted me and quite a lot of the dating gurus and coaches out there thrive on people's anxiety and get them to play games and be who they're not rather than going actually hey this is about you working on you and really the true love story is everything just flows mm. it is this that's the divorce that's the trauma yeah. And that's the reason why there's a 50% divorce rate. It isn't because women are being too wanting to go out there and work, you know, and do stuff. It's because trauma's being highlighted for us to go, okay, we're going to come together and heal this together. Or if you can't do that, then there's no shame in going, okay, if I can't be in gratitude and honor this soul that's next to me, and rather than, you know, society pushing out there, do your gratitude list, do this, do that. Great. But what exercises can you do with your partner that bring you closer together? And I've got that in the book. So I've got a formula in the book around this, oh, <laughs> my wow. relationship formula. And I've also got a formula around things like this, like, you know, how do, what do, how do I know if I should stay or go in my relationship? All these questions that we ask ourselves at, at different times of our life. <laughs> mm. And um, as far as falling in love is concerned, you know, maybe um, somebody doesn't realise whether they are, whether they're not, or what it means to them, what it means to their partner, what have you. Um, but they may be worried that they, they've got these uh, funny feelings when they when they fall in love, but they don't know whether their partner is in love with them as well. Um, what's the trick with actually falling in love? It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because it, as you say it, there's a big part of me. It was like, even the words falling in love, mm. can you fall in love? Can you fall out of love? You know, really, really think about that and take a step back. Mm. Isn't just love who you are. Isn't like, are you being loving or not loving? Yeah. You might have lust. Yeah. You might like certain things, but you know, is that love? Is there different types of love? I would sit there and question all of that. Mm. And how how would you describe being in love to somebody who maybe hasn't? Difficult question. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because, people, people say, because, oh, when you know, you know, you know, you'll know. You'll know when it's the right person. You'll know when you're you're in love with somebody because it'll hit you like a, a brick wall or what have you. But how could how do you actually know? It's a really interesting question. And as as you say this question to me, I have got like shivers in my arms a little bit. It's an interesting one because listen, I was married for 13 years and that was a level of love, right? There's different levels of love and depth. But you can only love as deeply as you have a level of depth within, within you. And is that, oh, your no, is that, oh, your no, trauma being activated from your childhood because they remind you of your mum or your dad? Mm -hmm. Because ultimately, if you're not consciously aware of that, you're going to gravitate to people like your parents. And if you're gravitating to them, is that feeling of love <laughs> a pull because there's unhealed elements within you? That remind you of your parents so that 
butterflies is that butterflies or is that anxiety is that you know and i often think that if you take a step back and reflect and can almost step outside of yourself go well, what is it that i do like about this person what is attractive okay these are the qualities right do i need to reclaim them qualities within me okay maybe i do yeah all right okay so that's what what's going on here okay like how do they make me feel when they're not away when they're away from me right okay are they bringing me more peace or more chaos so you're kind of getting a picture you know what is this and it's interesting because really i think pure love i would describe as being very harmonious you feel relaxed in the person's presence you feel at ease you can't do anything wrong you can't message them too much <laughs> you can't um push them away you can't you're just you can be you and they can be them and it's easy and there is that silence that's kind of here on the podcast now of just that your energy system feels relaxed and safe and your nervous system feels relaxed and safe that is what we should be encouraged to go towards <laughs> mm, yeah i know i think i know what you're you're talking about well so i'm lucky uh marina thank you so much for talking to me it's been brilliantly fascinating <laughs> there's so much involved isn't there how my word um but um actually it's all just nature isn't it because it's uh in relationships between two people uh your book men lead love to is uh, out now uh, your website is marinalazaris.co.uk we'll put that with the text that goes with this episode of human stories and thank you so much for talking to me it's been uh, a pleasure to talk to you thank you tony thank you it's been an honor thank you Tony Lloyd, creating audio and film worldwide.